Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognizes Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. I am excited to be welcoming our guest today, Jenny Winter. Jenny is a comedian, speaker, and women's confidence and creativity mentor. And I met her through Osmumpreneur when I saw her in a glittery, sparkly, amazing outfit, basically crowd surfing, and I knew I had to be talking to that woman. Jenny brings the funny to everyday life and you know, shares really openly here her story and her journey and what life looks like as a comedian and businesswoman. So Jenny is an internationally award-winning comedian, keynote speaker, writer, and op shop addict in need of a thrifting intervention. She is also the creator of Funny Mummies, a vibrant online community and producer of live stand-up comedy shows with a mission to improve mother's mental well-being through laughter. She's also a mother of six, three she made herself, three she outsourced, as well as a Labrador retriever called Bubble and two cats, Bowie and Betty White. She looks forward to sleeping one day. <laughs> Don't we all, Jenny? But oh my gosh, so much on her plate and doing amazing things. Please enjoy this wonderful discussion with an incredible woman. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Hello, thank you. I would like to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and ask the huge or little question of who are you? Well, so my name is Jenny Winter and I'm a comedian, a cabaret performer, speaker, author and a mum of five billion children. 
Uh, three I made myself and three I outsourced which I highly recommend doing that if you've got the choice so yeah we're part of a blended family six kids um yeah it's just a crazy exciting you know I call it beautiful chaos it's it's chaotic but it's you know fun most of the time knowing you like the little like from just the little time that we've spent together I can see that beautiful chaos coming together I feel like that is part of your brand (laughs) (laughs) that's basically it in a nutshell actually beautiful chaos is quite a nice name maybe I need to harness that for something that's not like a band name doesn't it like yes. your cabaret act, beautiful chaos. Beautiful chaos, that's right. Or a beautiful, like, yeah, drag name if I ever go down that path, you know. And now it's time for beautiful chaos. Yeah, or a comedy. I can see a comedy poster as well. This is my, um, yeah, PR of comedy days coming back in. But we met at, yes, Ozmumpreneur, and I saw you standing on a table. <laughs> Crowd surfing pretty much (laughs) in a giant sequined tutu. And I was like, yeah, that's my woman. Yes. Oh, I know. And I think that actually sort of sums up for me anyway, the kind of branding thing, because as a comedian, ever since I started, you have to be very conscious, I suppose, of the fact that you, you are a business and the product is you. So, you you know, personal branding to me has always been branding, full stop, because it's always me uh, that I'm selling but I think uh, as time's gone on and probably getting a bit older as well and not worrying so much what people think and just being authentically me and just trusting that if I wear a sequin tutu and try, try to crowd surf at a conference there's probably there's going to be people in the room who are like what the heck is that about but there will be people like your lovely self and like others who go oh wow that's that's my person and then we become friends really quickly so yeah. I think it's a really nice shortcut like when you do lean into who you really are it's such a nice shortcut to really finding your tribe more quickly yeah and how did you get in contact with Osma Mumpreneur like how did you sort of find that network and that come all all about well I produced a web series so it was the first time I'd done a web series it was a comedy series it was called how me parent good and you can too (laughs) very silly like and so much fun and my kids acted in it too. And when we were trying to get the word out about it, I think I found out about Ozmumpreneur just through Googling or Facebooking or something. And uh, somebody there nominated me for that web series. And I remember going to that first conference and feeling like such a fraud because I was like, I'm not a business person. I'm a comedian. I've just got my little web series. But it was so, I was so welcomed in by all these mums doing incredible things in the business world and just being so generous with, yeah, wanting to share advice and tips and be welcoming. And um, and to my absolute shock, I won that year for the Big Idea oh. Award. And I just felt, again, like this is so beautiful to go that sometimes um, people reward you for, an idea that you might have held back on or just thought that that's not deserving or something like that. But just to realise that, uh, yeah, when people want to applaud, when people want to applaud things, they also want to applaud the unique and the risk-taking and all of that sort of stuff. So it's not necessarily about making billions of dollars to get anything. It's just about, yeah, rewarding your creativity and your chutzpah. Yeah. And it does take, you know, with the awards that, I think it is quite a journey, especially the first time of of 
going through that like oh am I really worthy to to get this award like getting that nomination and then going well now and you have to you know you get nominated but you actually have to put the application in so you have to then go through that process yourself which is a pretty amazing um, reflection exercise because it's pretty in-depth questionnaire and then you have to stand in front of judges and then you have to show up at the awards night and um, you know again receive that um, acknowledgement and yeah it's really a journey. Absolutely and I think again you know getting the award is its own other side of it but I think yeah you're absolutely right because each step of the way you have to put yourself out there a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more but I think that's actually an incredibly valuable process because it does make you sort of think about you know we're, we're constantly trying to put ourselves out there and sell ourselves but I think those kind of um, like award opportunities sort of make you break it down a little bit more and think a bit more consciously about how you're doing that. Certainly that's been the case for me, especially in terms of seeing myself as a business and as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And like with Entrepreneur the network, we've both experienced like I think it's probably different with different award ceremonies or maybe different industries, but because we are a room full of mums, we are a room full of women, well, the, the mum part is kind of a disclaimer. Like you have to, like it's a base category. You have to be a mum to enter, Oz mum. But everyone's genuinely excited for each other and genuinely happy for you. And you stand up on the stage on the awards night and, and you stand up on the stage with MC and you get to see that, you yeah. know, you know that from that stage level and it's just isn't it everyone is just genuinely happy and supportive of each other it's so nice and I I think well for me certainly that's been my experience in comedy as well because I think comedians who are mums sadly there's so few of us because it's such an incredibly unfamily friendly industry um but are so supportive of each other because we know like we know how hard it is and we know that struggle and the sacrifices and you know the guilt and all of those complex emotions that i think it is the same with women in in the osmum community is you really do get that so it sucks the competition out of it i think in terms of feeling competitive um i had actually a male comedian say to me only a few months ago, well, you know, comedy is not a team sport. And I just thought, oh, like I kind of, I get what he means because, you know, he was sort of talking about how in a stand-up comedy night, you know, you want to be the one that stands out and be the best and all of that sort of thing. But I actually honestly don't agree with that philosophy and I've just decided that I think comedy should be a team sport. I think in, if you're one comedian on a lineup of the show, you want the show to be the best it can be. Mm-hmm. That it's, the second it's all about you, 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 I think you just tap into all this, I don't know, insecurity and it's ego driven. And, you know, you, then it's if it's about you as well, it's not about the audience, you know what I mean? So I, I strongly believe that there's there's more for everybody. If, if there's a great comedy experience in a show and the audience has the best time, then that's good for comedy because that means people will come back to see other comedians and other, it's, you know, if, if one, if we all win, then everybody wins. And I think it is the same in business. Well, I, I certainly hope it is, but I, I don't believe in holding your cards close to your chest and not being generous with information. Cause I just think if we, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, if we mm. all get better and help each other, then happy days. And then there's, you know, more for everybody. Oh, that's such a brilliant analogy and, you know, and but I having had worked in the comedy industry, uh, you know, to do PR with comedians, I can totally, I know that type of comedian, I know that guy 
Um, but and also bullshit. There's a lot of team sport happening on the male side of the comedy. They are they are rising themselves up together. You see, <laughs> you see the clicks. You see the the lineups where you're like, oh, I've seen those few people together, and they help each other and out. And as you said, it's actually a really great show when when they when you see the comedians getting on well together, and there's a great energy, and they're all cheering each other on. It's awesome when there's one that's not vibing with everyone, who's out for their own, who it drags the energy down and it's like that person is like, all right, let's get him out the room or her out the room and let's all get back together and, and have a good, because it just, the energy comedy is so energy. Um, it's so responsive, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I think, yeah, but you, you pick up, you pick up so much and audiences pick up so much, even if they don't exactly, you know, pick it up on a conscious level. But yeah, I think, um, it's yeah it's like it's like all these things isn't it and lessons for life and all that sort of thing I think if you're a positive generous person and uh, someone said to me like 10 years ago oh you're gonna go so far because you're such a go-getter and I thought oh yeah that's really good and then a friend of mine gave me a book called The Go-Giver and I really recommend it I've actually keep thinking I should try and find a copy and read it again but The Go-Giver was all about okay, instead of trying to be a go-getter, and we all are, have to be go-getters in a sense, like, you know, you're hustling and trying to make things happen, but what about embracing, like, radical generosity and just really, again, like, you know, just believing that there is, there's not a finite amount of pie and your slice is encroaching on mine, but what if you go, okay, just imagine maybe there's all the pie that we need. Why don't you just try and really help someone else? Or, like, if you see an opportunity and you want to, you know, that would work perfectly for that person, then just goodness me, make that connection happen. Like Mm -hmm. don't be someone who thinks that there's just not enough for anything in the world and just be generous. And I feel as though, you know, what goes around comes around. And I also just think honestly, whether those things come back to you and pay off or not, I just think it's a nicer way to live your life anyway. So, yeah, it makes me feel better about myself to think in a way that's like there's plenty for everyone. Let's share it. Let's just be, you know, good with each other. And you are, you're on that great vibration. And like you said, I think it's amazing the way that to see the way women are teaming up um, are coming together because we were, I think, when there are fewer, which again, in your industry and comedy, there there's often the one woman on a lineup or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you're teaming up, and you're going, yeah, let's all all go together or let's create our own night. Let's create our own show, you know, let's, let's, or let's go, oh, hey, here's my, here's my girlfriend. Let's bring her on too. And I think, you know, there's not that um, moving away from that corporate competitiveness of, yes, there's one seat at the table and therefore only I can have the seat. Let's add more seats or buy, get a, our own table or like, I love your pie thing as well. I'm always like, Make your own bloody pie. Like get absolutely, Harry, grab, grab some pastry. I'll have my pie. You have your pie. Let's bloody love pie. Yeah, <laughs> all, the pie. all the pie, please. Just all the pie. Oh, you know, it's so funny though because I was thinking about. I've been thinking a lot lately about confidence and like what what confidence is because a lot of people have been asking me about like, could you help me with confidence on stage and stuff? But I was just thinking about it and thinking, I think true confidence though is when you are so sure of who you are and so sure of what you have to offer um, the world that you, why would you be threatened? Why would you feel threatened by anybody? 
You know what I mean? Because nobody can do what you do because nobody is you. So to me, that is true confidence of going, of course, I'm going to be generous with sharing information and contacts or whatever I can to help other people because they're not me. Like, you know, even if there is one seat at the table that's Jenny shaped, no one can fit that anyway. So just whatever. No one can fit in the Jenny shape. It is a very unique and wonderful shape and I love it. Uh, but you also, you have a community, don't you? You're talking about that giving and, I mean, that's evident with you very quickly that you're generous. But you have a community, right? I do. So I have an online community. It's on Facebook at the moment. Um, I'm actually developing a website at the moment to, yeah, not be so reliant on Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, but, yeah, it's called Funny Mummies. It's absolutely hilarious. It's it's personally, even if I wasn't running it, it's my favourite place on the internet. And miraculously, we've managed to keep it 99% toxicity free part of which has been because I've grown it very slowly. So it's a closed group. So you have to, you know, you have to be approved to be allowed in. And it's just people sharing hilarious stuff, uh, whether that's like funny memes or articles or videos or their own, you know, funny thing their kids said. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I started it in, when did I start it? 2018. And to be honest, it was uh, just, for fun I just invited all my friends and said hey why don't we just post things to make each other laugh and I also thought you know well if this grows that would be a great opportunity to you know promote myself as a comedian because I thought most of my audience that you know my core audience are mums and then of course fast forward a year or so and then COVID happened and that's when it just went gangbusters because every mum in the world was losing their mind I think having to homeschool and all the stress and anxiety and kids and then it just became well it became a lot bigger but also the impact really was more than what I expected because I had like people from overseas messaging me I had a lady in England who messaged me and said I was in lockdown with a toddler and I just honestly felt like I was losing my mind and she said you know funny mummies that's the only thing that got me through was just picking up the phone and being able to look through there and have a laugh so for me like I think yeah it's it's become more important than just you know a nice silly little space online and I definitely feel now like part of my 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 mission in life is to like encourage people to have laughter as part of self-care and and laughter to make our mental health better and I think it's just something that we really haven't even begun to acknowledge is such a core part of taking care of ourselves yes oh I love that I love that place that you've created for them and and so interesting it would have been yes so important during that time and I I should be in there I'm a funny mummy (laughs) my husband husband doesn't think I'm funny I'm like I make you laugh and he's like at you no (laughs) and I'm like but still you take it where you can get it absolutely funny funny, haha funny oh (laughs) it's a fine line and you know and again there's no right answer to that is there like (laughs) I think sometimes even if you amuse yourself that's great that's valid you know that some of the sometimes the funny thoughts that I've had in dark moments I would never repeat I would never repeat them to anybody because it's far too dark but if it gets you through that moment you know then it's served its purpose so yeah um a mutual comedian friend. I don't know if you know her, but Kath Styles, and she used to. Oh yes, I know Kath. Yeah, of course I do. Yes, I worked with her on a show, Darkness and Light, 
because she was oh, like, oh, I performed in that show. Well, there you go. She <laughs> must have been there that night. Uh, but they, you know, the show, as you know, was about, for the audience, is about um, people telling stories of a dark time in their life and because they're comedians and sometimes it wasn't sometimes the show sometimes the story was just serious and it's whatever came out for that person but it was a lineup show so there were three people Kath hosted so she could always sort of moderate and add in what she needed to but the message was that um she's a mental health like a, a like a cat nurse so it's like um cat as in uh the, it's like trauma department mm-hmm. so it's like real full-on uh, stuff but in dealing with mental illness and mental health and so she has a lot of experience in that space. Um, and then, yeah, she's provided this platform for people to tell their stories. And it was, I just think it's so, was so interesting and that people could speak from their heart and tell this depth, but also find the light in it and tell it in a humorous way and heal from that. And, you know, sometimes even when something terrible is happening, it is kind of funny um, or, you know, like a funny thing can still happen. And I think, you know, I, I myself had had depression and anxiety and, you know, someone, I would laugh because something was funny or be having a good day. And then the next day I'd be sad. And they're like, oh, but you're better. And it's like, it really doesn't work like that. You know, it's, it's okay yeah. to have happy and sad and feelings are um, not mutually exclusive and experiences are not mutually exclusive. And, you know, it applies to anything in life, the business that we're going through, but comedy, I think has a brilliant way of talking about subjects that are tough. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. And I think that's really, you know, it's so powerful. And just like to come back to the business side, I think even if you want to look at it in that way, in terms of if you've got something to communicate that's really difficult or tricky or boring even, whatever that is, the the light makes things palatable. You know, it makes or it makes people lean in and be more receptive. It's almost like uh I'm a massive Mary Poppins fan. Like I I grew up on Mary Poppins. I love her. But it is that spoonful of sugar, you know, helps the medicine go down. And there's countless examples. I mean, Hannah Gadsby's definitely the most well-known one um, or, you know, relevant one now. But with Nanette, I mean, that was such heavy material. If you haven't seen Nanette, anybody listening to this, do go and see it. It's phenomenal. It's on Netflix. Um, but her comedy special, which is so, so bleak and deeply personal trauma that she's sharing, but with the comedy, it makes it, um, you, you lean in and you want to hear what's coming next, you know, and that's the, that's the power of humour is it cracks you open so that then you can have the gut punch <laughs> afterwards, but it's so affecting. Yes, absolutely. And I love what you said about business too. And I loved, I'm going to, I'm going to call back and do a call back to yes, do what that. You said earlier about needing to be a business. And I think that's something that I saw that um, a lot of comedians fell over or where they were coming to me or, or struggling was because they weren't seeing themselves as a business. They were the artist. They want to be the artist. And then there's the struggling artist that comes with that because they weren't looking at it as, as a business. And some of the ones that you see doing very well and who are doing the headline shows and, are on the TV that you're very familiar with, it's a business and it's a job. Yeah. And, you know, people can call them a sellout or blah, blah, blah. I don't mean sellout. It's smart. They've marketed themselves. Um, they've found a way to, to make it work for them and to do what they love. So Absolutely. And I think that entrepreneurship and performing or creating or the arts, they do go really hand in hand because I find that 
there's so much creativity in entrepreneurship and in the business side of it and in trying to get yourself out there. And, you know, I, I did marketing at university as a backup option because I thought, okay, well, I always wanted to be a performer. I thought I'd go into acting. And so that was kind of partly to placate my grandmother who raised me and she was horrified at the idea of me following a career into the arts because it was so unstable. So I thought, oh, well, that'll kind of shut her up. I'll do marketing. But in hindsight, that was the best thing I could have studied because I did not realise that at the time at all. But it was so wonderful that then I had those skills to be able to put myself out there because um, my son actually really wants to be a performer as well. And, and my advice to him is, go for it. You absolutely can make it happen, but don't wait to be chosen. Like you have to realize that you are your own business and you are an entrepreneur. If that's how you want to go. Like if you want to keep going, if you want to audition and go down that path, you absolutely can, but don't do only that. Like also go make your own work, make your own opportunities. And certainly that's been how it's been for me. And I um, really love the business side of it. Like I find it really fun <laughs> and full of possibility. And it's also entrepreneurship and comedy. They're not that different in terms of they're actually, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you, you, you can put all your effort into um, a book or an e-course or whatever it is you're creating. You still don't know 100% what's going to happen when you launch that. You don't know. It's not, um, there's no guarantees and the same with comedy, but you put in, you put in the work, you try and meet the, like all of the things that you do to try and advance your career, they kind of, they're going to help you maximize your chances of them, of the thing that you've put that work into succeeding, but there's no guarantee, but that's kind of the fun of it too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, when you stand up on in front of that mic, you don't know if the jokes, it lands one night and it doesn't land another night and you're trying things that you're like, you guys are like the ultimate entrepreneurs. You're just trying and <laughs> trying and I think new what, products. Yes. Every night. <laughs> yeah, great. Always creating, always pivoting. Uh, but it's, you know, and it's great if you see some of those like comedy specials and you see how much work goes into creating a set and how much, you know, tweaking and perfecting in that, that they do. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing like a baptism of fire or, you know, really testing your, um, I don't know, strength uh, other than standing in front of a mic and doing stand up. And I'll tell you, Jenny, I have done two minutes of stand up in, have you? That's in great. Uh, New York City. Well, have you oh, Amazing. You're an international act. I'm an international act. Um, I did have someone come up afterwards and say, so how long have you been doing this? And I was like, um, two minutes. <laughs> my, the start, the middle and the end of my career. You're welcome. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, my friend hosted a night and she hosted a room in New York and I was visiting and I, she said, do you want to have a go? And I said, no. And then I was sitting there and I was like, when the hell else am I going to get a chance? I mean, I probably would have other chances in Australia, but such an easy access to the stage. And I was like, ah, give it to me. So they put me up there and I did. I am so impressed. Thanks, babes. Uh, but, you know, I think it's something like public speaking and like the thought of doing comedy. It's like on people's like top fears. Yes. Like, <laughs> like above snakes, above uh, yeah, above death, above death, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it is it's a crazy. rush. 
it is great. Whoa, 100%. And I think, and again, I think with entrepreneurs, it's the same thing because I think for a lot of people who um, can't imagine giving up the nine to five or the full-time, the security of a full-time wage, that seems crazy. Why would you go and risk that? But again, I think it's just that um, for me, it's always been, yes, okay, even if you're doing something scary, I don't mean this to sound as bleak as it does, but we're all going to be dead anyways. You know what I mean? Like in a hundred years, who's going to care? Like, I just think life is too short. I, I, I've had that perspective forever because my mum died when I was very small. Like I was only five when she died um, of an aneurysm. And it's just, I've always known that life is so finite. So to me, that's been a really driving force of just not holding back. So anytime, like, even if I do get scared or nervous, I just think to myself, wow, like, this is such a privilege to be alive and I can use my body and I'm, you know, I'm healthy. I, I, I'm so grateful to have the chance to scare myself senseless doing whatever the next thing is. Cause it's not, you know, and I'm fine. You do the scary thing. You're actually fine. So yeah, that mindset's been really helpful for me. Jenny, thank you for sharing that. What a beautiful message and a wonderful reminder um, to always have that there and like, to keep challenging and pushing yourself and but you know even to like a simple thing that people get scared of and stop themselves from doing and like you said some people didn't get the opportunity to be here to do that and we do so yeah why are we leaving that on the table um you know and I did have a question here for you I didn't get around to but I think you've answered it in some way but I'd love to you know do you face any challenges in showing up as you are oh definitely and sometimes thinking that maybe I'm annoying people with putting too much out there. But again, I think, yeah, I kind of have answered it really is I just go, well, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And I think it comes back to as well, that confidence of knowing that you're not for everybody mm. as well. And that that's actually okay. Cause for a long time I was such a people pleaser. I still am a people pleaser, but I think it used to really hurt me, for instance, if I would lose a Facebook follower or, you know, someone would leave the funny mummies community. And now, honestly, it doesn't bother me in the slightest because I just feel like, well, that's great. Like if you're if you're not enjoying it here, if you're not wanting to see my stuff, then you really shouldn't be following me because that's we're not a match. So that's fine. I wish you well. <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> it's, it really makes me think of that song. And I was playing this last week and it's like that Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. And it's like, thank you next. It's like, thank you, yeah. next. Thank you next. Oh, next. I love like, that. Bring the next person in. Like if you leave, thank you for choosing to leave because you'll go and find what you want and you need and genuinely with love. Thank you. And off you go. And next, bring in the next person or the next experience or the next thing that actually is for me yes right for me and that you know we're gonna have that that buzz and it's like you know even here today we wouldn't have you know there's not we don't have space for everything so if yes they gone or that opportunity then like was you were doing all those other things we wouldn't wouldn't get to be here exactly think. exactly it's so right it's so right so again it's just like leaning into who you are and just trusting that your audience is there and the people that love you you know your tribe your friends the people you connect with will find you and you will find them and that's plenty that's wonderful and one more like you know, just total validation that you and i on the same wavelength jenny posted this cool reel please go and follow her on instagram she'll tell us in a minute how to do it but she posted this reel of getting a tattoo and literally chose this song and I was like 
I had just finished making a reel where <laughs> I had got a tattoo and I chose the same song, <laughs> like transformation reel thing. And I was like, are we the same person? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Except so that you were like, this is like my self care. Oh, this is like my like therapy, like getting a tattoo where I was like, ah. <laughs> yes, my little relaxation. <laughs> oh, we're definitely very in sync. Yes. I love it. So, do you have a tip for our um, audience? Maybe. I don't know. Do you have a tip? I was going to ask you for a specific one, but do you have a tip? Because you've given so much wisdom. Do you have any <laughs> more tips that you'd like to leave us with? My other tip would be that it's actually, it's not about you. And what I mean by that is I think that sometimes people hold themselves back from putting themselves out there because they get scared about what will people think of me or, you know, am I going to look stupid? Am I going to fail? But actually imagine, so I'm going to go back to Hannah Gadsby again. Hannah got so much hate for doing Nanette. Like if you go on her socials, you'll see a barrage of awful things, right? But you will also see a barrage of amazing comments of people saying, this changed my life. Like this really, I'm so thankful that you put this out there. And I, I think about that and I think, imagine if she had gone, oh, I'm too afraid to do this. I'm going to get so much hate from everybody. I just can't do it. The world would have been robbed of that. And I know that's an extreme example because she's an, you know, incredibly successful Netflix special. But I think the same is true of us and our work, that if you genuinely know that what you have to offer can impact somebody, you're going to rob those people of your help or whatever your product is or service. You really, you know, if you believe in your, your worth and what you have to offer, then you can have such an impact on people. So don't let the fear rob other people of what you've got because at the end of the day it's not actually about your ego feeling all safe and protected it's actually about what impact can we make on each other oh jenny i knew you would be great because you're a fabulous fabulous entertainer and i've seen you be beautiful on stage but um and i knew you had lots of goodness but i didn't realize how much wonderful wisdom and heartfelt love you were just going to share through this episode and and I just thank you for being so open and for being who you are because it attracted me to you and you're just going to keep attracting so many wonderful people to you so please tell us then how people can find you so they can go to you yay so probably the best way is just my website which is jennywinter.com and winter is spelt with a y w y nter.com uh, and or come on to the funny mummies facebook community and just find us i think you just search for us on facebook and yeah apply i'll, I'll let you in i'll let you in i'll do your favor <laughs> and instagram uh yes at jen winter do you know why this is so funny i started i had jenny winter on instagram i lost the password like eight years ago i cannot reset it i can't find it i don't know it does exist it's probably got 13 year old photos of me but yes yeah, so jen winter on instagram because <laughs> she lost it just busy doing other things it's fine entrepreneurship yeah <laughs> hashtag beautiful chaos exactly beautiful emma i love it thank you so much and thank you honestly for being you thanks emma thank you for joining me today for another episode of live and love your brand 
I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.